Hello, listener. Welcome to the very first anniversary episode of Doctor Fix Me. I am the I'm the creator of Doctor Fix Me, and my name is Michael Kim Lewis. Thank you for joining us uh, on this episode. This is a special one we've got today. I am here with my with uh, three of my dear friends and, and cohorts and cast members of Doctor Fix Me. People have been a part of this for uh, many episodes. I've got, uh, and I guess uh, I'll introduce you one at a time. I guess we'll we'll go first. We'll bring a, a buddy of mine from Chicago. Uh, his name is Joe Gianni. Hi, Joe. Hello there. How are you going? Uh, uh, it's going great. I'm so excited that you're here. It's it's. Uh, I can't wait to see you in person. I know that things are finally starting to open up in Chicago. By the way, listener, this show is. I don't know if you've picked up on the hints dropped out dropped through various episodes, but we're we're based in Chicago land. Yeah, so, right. uh, yeah, I miss you, buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm very excited. Uh, things are getting out more more safe uh, uh, ways to get out there in public with everybody. Because yeah, like. Uh, you know, we need the audience, and this has been great, and I, and I love interacting on it, but, you know, doing yeah. both will be nice, too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, coming to us from Texas, uh, I got a, a, a friend of mine uh, that I w- wouldn't be possible if it weren't for this uh, z- the pandemic, which created this Zoom podcast, uh, which created the urgency for cast members. So I want to welcome Wes Davis coming to us from Dallas, I believe, right? Yeah, that's where I'm at. How are you yeah. doing? I'm great, Wes. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you. Yeah, I love that nice. you have a new mic. You sound even better than before. Yay. <laughs> and uh, uh, last but not least, we got over uh, from the West Coast all the way over in Portland, uh, Portland land. Uh, we have our friend Sean Mayer. Hey, Sean. Hello. Hey, man. I'm 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 so glad to see all these these friendly faces and and, and goofy silly people. Thank you for being here. No yeah. problems, Bob. So I guess uh, what I want to do is just go around the table and ask your um, – I know my experience with the show. Oh, well, you know what? I'll tell the listener. The listener doesn't know this, uh, but this show was created basically out of desperation. The pandemic hit, and it killed theaters, and it killed audiences metaphorically. It, it metaphorically – it disabled people from being uh, audiences uh, of live entertainment. And I'm a pure extrovert, so I, I get my energy from other people. And when that when that was taken from me, I, I had a, a, a crisis. I had to figure out how can I uh, stay connected with those other silly people? How can I uh, create something and, and feel productive? I also needed that sense of feeling productive. When when the pandemic hit, jobs shut down. I couldn't go to work anymore. I couldn't uh, I couldn't do much of anything. So just the, the I was missing that sense of community. I was missing that sense of productivity and being creative as well. I, 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 I'm, I love comedy. I love all forms of it. Stand up, uh, sketch, improv. And for years I'd been wanting to do a comedy podcast, but I never knew what I could possibly do. And I uh, just, when you have all the time in the world, thanks to a pandemic, I was starting to fantasize about what, uh, type of shows I really enjoy listening to. And, and, uh, I'll give props to comedy bang bang, just being one of my favorite, uh, podcasts to listen to just for the silliness of it. The absolute absurdity of that show. It is, uh, it was always a, a, just a great go-to for just uh, escapism uh, because there was no stakes. I wasn't going to learn anything uh, and I wasn't going to, uh, it wasn't, it was just, it was light and fluffy and there was um, no stakes involved. And so I would listen to comedy bang bang and I thought, well, I would love to recreate this situation. This is a, a great scene where, where Scott Ackerman would bring in all these new performers. Every episode, there'd be um, some new uh, performers mixed in with old, re- uh, you know, famous or not famous, but like uh, uh 
well-known, well, uh, veteran performers, I should say, new performers with veteran performers. And it was a, I, I liked hearing new, the, it made me comfortable in hearing new voices. Whenever they, I saw them paired with uh, old mainstays like Paul F. Tompkins. And so that I thought, well, that's a community I want to foster. But I wanted to do something a bit more uh, format-like. Because uh, Comedy Bang Bang, for me, as much as I like it, it was a little too loose. A little too tangential. Any fans of Comedy Bang Bang, I think, will agree. Sometimes they just go a little too off the rails. And they never quite get back on track. Because uh, they don't have a track to begin with. There is no track uh, on which to, <laughs> to base your episode. So for my show, I was like, well, I, I, no one's ever done like daytime talk shows before and I really like the idea of like a Judge Judy or uh, Maury Povich I like the idea of like when you're in the laundromat and you're in between loads and you're just looking at that stupid screen with the volume all the way down what are you watching and I, I that's kind of where, where I got the inspiration for doing a, a, an improvised Jerry Springer type show so that's really what it is. It's Comedy Bang Bang meets Jerry Springer. I bring on people I try to fix, and they're all lunatics. And then uh, hopefully by the ep- end of the episode, I have failed. So that's that's the episode. And that's where I, I decided I needed to bring in a cast of uh, Looney Tunes. And that's where I, I, I knew Joe. Yeah, I figured you'd be a, a great asset to that because we performed live. And you're just, you're just great at uh, just... And I, I mean this as a compliment. You are great at steamrolling. You are you are unfettered. You are unleashed. You just roll with it. And it's a testament to anyone else's ability if they can keep up with you. Yeah, it's fun <laughs> just because I, I do that in real life sometimes. And I'm happy I had Dr. Fix Me as a place, you know, to do that for fun. Because normally I'll talk nonsense and be silly with people. And halfway through, that's when they give you the look like, you're you're being ridiculous. Is are you being ridiculous on purpose? I'm like, yeah, I'm being ridiculous on purpose. They're like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I, I I think that's like the burden of a comedian is constantly reminding people, yeah, I know I'm joking. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'm aware. I'm I, not this evil, but these people yeah. do exist. I agree. So yeah, good thing I, check. I'm glad you I, checked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being facetious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, th- oh, uh, Joe, I wanted to ask you. I figured I'll, I guess I'll do a roundtable. Uh, what's your relationship with Doctor Fix? Where did it find you in the pandemic? I know this was a um, interesting year, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, this was an interesting year. I, I found it uh, one a great place just to be silly because you know I definitely jump on board with that steamroller effect just because then the my favorite improvisers are the one that like jump right back and like push me ahead or steer me somewhere ridiculous where I'm just like, damn, that person's quick. So like it, it's a it's a, definitely a rush to be with people that you know one can crack you up in a scene you're trying to be serious in so if they make you smile it's like dang they're good you get like yeah, a little yeah. mad with the smirk yeah, and then they trying got to come back to that it's a sport like you you can be a little bit competitive with each other while being a team at the yes. same time it's a fine line but you know if someone scored and I'm on a team someone scored I'd be like yeah great I want to score now <laughs> my turn next but like <laughs> don't be selfish and do it that way but like. Still play the game how it's supposed to be played, but I mean, it should drive you a little more. So I'm happy I had that place to go here and uh, the, just learning how to do Zoom more too, which was helpful because I'm a teacher. So we went to Zoom. And so like having that interaction with people that's not children or you're not trying to teach them something was good just to practice that. It's weird how the Internet has kind of given some of us life skills. Oh yeah. yeah, listening, yeah. stopping, and yeah. like, oh, are you talking? Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Wes, I'll, I'll take that to you. Where did uh, Doctor Fix Me find you, Wes? Um, 
God, in Dallas alone in an apartment is where it found me. <laughs> um, it was very nice to be able to uh, to get on here and one play with people I knew. Like it was crazy that you had Sean and Byron and Danielle and, and, and the like on this show. But but at the same time, like I got to meet you. I got I got to meet people uh, like Joe and uh, all kinds of other people that I would have never played with. Uh, like I've played with people from Chicago, Atlanta, California, New York, like just because of the show. And it's super fun to, uh, to kind of get to expand your, uh, your network of improvisers that you get to play with. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And plus like, I don't know, the show gives you an excuse to play the most wild ass shit. Like you get to play, like I came on here one time. I, I remember Sean and I came on as Christmas elves that were getting fucked up and going to strip clubs. <laughs> and, and it's like, all right, that's that's how <laughs> that we are. Fun as hell. Yeah. Like, what is this? Um, so yeah, I love this. That, show. that was the episode was sponsored by a strip joint. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I'm picturing and, is elf strippers. Yeah, Josh yeah. and Lauren were part of that episode. I remember that now because Lauren came on as the expert and she was a stripper from that strip joint. And she had the best, like, I'm ready to strip voice I've, <laughs> I, I've heard in a while. It was so damn funny. That was, yeah. and, uh, Josh did the, Josh came on and did the, the site, the commercial reads yeah. for it. And, oh man, that was, that was a good show. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, 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 I wanted this place to be a, um, uh, like a, a, a I don't know, how do I put this? Like a, a platform for others to be just absolutely fucking nuts. And I, I wanted, I wanted people to push the limits. And also for the listener, not every episode we recorded made it to air. And I wanted it to be that way. I wanted people to know that the, this didn't have to be a successful episode. Take those risks, go s- insane places, and let's 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 play around. Let's 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 uh, you know fuck around because ultimately, as much as we love having listeners, thank you for listening to this episode. It's really for us. It's uh, hopefully we have just a little bit more fun performing it than you do listening to it. <laughs> uh, I guess, uh, Sean, I'll, I'll bring it to you. What? Uh, yeah, where did Doctor Fix Me find you? Uh, how did you come across this? Sean? Uh, <laughs> I was invited by Josh and Byron. I, I don't yeah. remember what was the first uh, episode I did, but um, uh, during the pandemic, everything in the Portland area shut down and. Uh, Comedy is generally my only creative outlet out here. Mm-hmm. So, and I like to say that um, like comedy for me is a lot like um, breathing because so often during the rest of the week, you're like at work and you have to be um, civilized, civilized. <laughs> you have to, you have to work within these boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it, and, you know, and, and for I, listeners, I, Sean is putting up very narrow boundaries. Yeah. Very like, and I'm like <laughs> all over the fucking place yeah. and I'm allowed to be who I am. And, uh, so comedy allows me to do that when I'm on stage, especially doing characters and shit. Cause it's, I can literally be whatever I want to be in that moment. And usually people would see that as a negative, but on stage people see it as a positive. So when, COVID hit and all of it shut off. It felt like, you know, they just shut down everything about me. And so, yeah, perfect outlet for that and helped me out through, through last year. So I really appreciate you for putting it together and, um, uh, managing it. I know I couldn't even edit videos <laughs> and post them. I, uh, I never knew how to do it. That's a lot of effort. And yeah, honestly, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really impressed with that. 
It, well, it, it, I'm, I'm a performer as well, and, and it's something I've, I've learned. I, I've, I, I watched uh, so many YouTube tutorials on what it takes to create a podcast, and, and I, again, uh, I, I'm going to cite so, uh, Scott Ackerman. He, he, there was a, a brief interview he gave on this, I think, a channel called Big Think, and he's, he said uh, the how Earwolf uh, Podcast Studios came about was that he noticed that uh, performers really only knew how to show up and be funny. But none of them had the business acumen or, or how to how to um, organize themselves or be, have those administrative skills. And he teamed up with someone who had those skills. Uh, uh, Scott Ulrich, I think is his name. But the other half of Eel Wolf. And he he he. He teamed up with a guy who knew how to um, create the space, create the the you know a, a literal table with microphones, and giving people the opportunity to uh, uh, perform. Oh, I just realized now I made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to uh, usually uh, for the listener. Usually, uh, what I do with our our performers here is I uh, I have everyone on Zoom and I have the free version of Zoom and I kick everyone off and then we jump in with a fresh 40 but I forgot to do that so this interview is going to be like cut in half uh, fairly uh, quickly but we'll we'll jump back in and have a, uh, we'll a continuation uh, yeah yeah we'll do a commercial why not go to, go to a sponsor which yeah, one yeah. of us is a sponsor today I mean that's what I love about being uh, like in the Zoom thing learning more of those skills like editing because my first show my name was like Motorola because I was on my phone, I didn't know how yeah, to change yeah. the name. Yeah. So I was like, and but and I love that because like your point about boundaries, just because like I'm like, okay, well I can't change it. So why would someone be calling a Motorola? And that's when I came up with, oh, I'm Doctor Fix Me sponsor. Yeah, your first. And performance I'm just calling in to see if he's okay because he hasn't checked in and is, is, is and then they're all alcoholics, the whole team. And I'm like, well, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I I made a mistake. I, I don't know how to do something, but I'm like. That's the best part about performing. So, like, great. Yeah, what what was seemed awesome. what was a perceived mistake was actually an opportunity for you to add to the Doctor Fix Me canon. Turns out he has a drinking problem. Yeah, and that's my favorite yeah. thing in the world. Those mistakes, how they get turned, and that's when yeah. I realized that if you get better, go faster and faster and do it. So when the mistakes happen faster, you make sense of them faster, and that's more fun. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. I'm so glad that yeah, you can utilize this as a place to like flex your improv muscles. Like we, you know, you need a gym. You need a place to 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 um exercise your demons in a way. Definitely, uh, therapeutic so, for sure. Oh my god, that's absolutely what improv is. Yeah, you get to go on stage and shake your demons out in front of everybody, and it yeah. feels real goddamn good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like breakthroughs, like have a crying scene because you broke up with someone. You're like, I felt that. I needed yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. celebrated for 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 being weird. Oh, so uh, uh, Sean, you inspired something that what I said, uh, what I was thinking of earlier. You, um, the quote I want to say before I forget it is, "Your weaknesses are your strengths." And what you were talking about, Sean, about living within those parameters, those narrow, narrow parameters, uh, and, and you feeling like you can't fit in, but then you finally get to flex those on stage. What what makes you feel or weak or inadequate in society is actually what people love about you and your in your episodes on this show. Uh, and I, and that's something I'm trying to, anytime I get down on myself, like, oh, I'm not this, I'm not that. Well, what it is, is like, well, what do I have and where can I utilize it better? Where can I, I'm just not shining in the right way. And I never thought that podcasting would be my my main source of, of, uh, comfort and like sanity, but this is apart from being, uh, I got engaged this past year through the pandemic. That's, that's like, that's the number one silver lining, but a very close second is Dr. Fix Me. <laughs> uh, he's going to write his vows and he's going to think about the podcast. I love you so much. Like, 
like if you went away, <laughs> if like the power went out and I couldn't be with you, it's like what? That doesn't make sense. She's a human person. <laughs> yeah, my, I my love val- you so much. I'm thinking of upgrading my Zoom. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm gonna buy the full service, baby. After today. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, and on that, we're going to take a break and we'll be back, be back with a fresh uh, Zoom 40 minutes. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back on the, uh, the Dr. Fix Me uh, anniversary episode. Uh, just uh, got my, my buddies here, Sean, Wes, and, and, and uh, Joe, a.k.a. Small. His, uh, we're on the Zoom here and his, his little name in the corner. It's, 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 uh, it, working with technology has been an interesting um endeavor in this because I'm, I'm learning all about editing i've never edited video or audio i've never had to learn what it takes to put up a podcast with a hosting site all this other administrative uh, technical stuff that i've had to strengthen in order to allow my my silliness to shine you know I, i've i've been focused so much on the the craft of performing i forget that there's other aspects that will allow that to, to to like amplify that skill so that's uh one of the things i've been learning a lot um, but yeah, learning Zoom, how to uh, set up, uh, send links, and, and and some people need the password, some people don't. Or, you know, it's it's been interesting. It's a lot to put together. That's why I'm happy I did theater in high school because it really built into me like crew is good, cast are burdens, performer, and I'm a performer. I'm a straight performer. Show up, be a talent. Everyone yeah. loves me, kiss my ass. <laughs> but we are burdens. We are burden, absolute burdens. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad like all the technical stuff that you do, like actually how to set it up. That's awesome. You literally just undid two years of therapy in which I was trying to figure out how to not be a burden. (laughs) (laughs) Now I got to go back. Uh, I, Wes, I love that you are a part of the show. You're, you're, uh, for the listener, if I, if I may elaborate, Wes, you're, you're, you're in, you're a student to become a therapist. You're, you're on your way. I would like to be a real doctor fix me without the Uh, doctor honorific or, um, (laughs) the the delusion that i could fix people uh, yeah oh he's but, delusional dr fix me is naive yeah uh we have never gotten into his um background but i wanted to say that his doctorate is legitimately from the university of uh, uh scottsdale uh, okay. uh scottsdale online not the university of phoenix online he didn't get accepted but it's a the scottsdale arizona online. <laughs> is <it> really <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i had in my head like day one <laughs> Uh, it, no, my credentials never been questioned, but like, I always had that, like in the back pocket, like if anyone ever brings it up, I got it online at the university of Scottsdale, Arizona. It wasn't, I uh, wasn't accepted into university of Phoenix cause it's a stupid doctorate in radio. Like when I did the live show last night, Oh, for the listener, Dr. Fix Me had our, we had our first ever live show, uh, in a theater or the theaters are finally opening up, opening up at Ch- in Chicago. And if any, if any of you are in the Chicago land, go to the bug house theater on uh, 1910 West Irving park road, uh, in Chicago. And you'll see, uh, Dr. Fix Me weekly. We're going to be a weekly show. And our very first show last night on, uh, uh, Saturday, June 12th. 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 Okay. Uh, I, I mentioned that I ha- I open the show, say I have a doctorate. And then the moment I say in radio and television broadcasting, I got like a laugh break. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's deserved. That's it's funny. the most absurd. Like, it, it, yeah. <laughs> Who would have a, doc- a doctorate in that? So, so it, but yeah, I, I, uh, I love the idea that like, he's just such a fan of Jerry Springer and Oprah and doesn't know the difference between them. Uh, so yeah. yeah, put him on the same <laughs> pedestal. So yeah, and uh, um, 
so for the listener, get to ready to expect that uh, some of our episodes you hear are going to be from a live uh, recording in front of an audience, and some of them we're going to be moving into uh, a Zoom hybrid with uh, uh, people actually in the same room with me. So we're we're in the we're in the works with that. Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm glad that I, I so I've asked everyone how Doctor Fix Me found you. Uh, I I guess um what are your oh you know what I'd love to go around we'll go in reverse order I want to start with you Sean what are some of your uh, highlights or, or favorite moments of of the show anything that comes to mind I didn't prep any of uh, of my friends with this these questions because I wanted to th- see what they could think of off the top of their heads. <laughs> improvise. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to improvise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but see, now I have to be honest. And it's always <laughs> Aha! <laughs> I gotcha. uh, no, I, I, uh, the advertisement sections of the show, I think I, I really enjoy a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of, I, I haven't done a whole bunch of them, but I just like to see what other people come up with. Um, uh, uh, Byron is probably one of the most ridiculous. We'll just yeah. come up and, um, I think the one I enjoyed uh, the most was he. Uh, um, he's <laughs> he he was just like yeah you, you you told you told me that you 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 wanted me to come on this show and read this advertisement about milking you. Then, oh so. yeah, <laughs> I think I heard that one. He's okay, like, yeah. like Doctor Milk Me. You told me you wanted me to call you Doctor Milk Me, <laughs> and he's just so yeah, uh, deadpan, dry, serious, yeah. uh, no laughing. Like um, amongst the sea of silliness, and it was just so perfect. Um, I, I got to um, give Byron credit. He so he structured his sponsor uh, role in such a way that uh, he gave multiple reads, multiple commercials in the in the sponsor spot because he knew one of those suggested uh, one of those uh, sponsor reads was going to get cut out of the episode, and he was right. <laughs> it was <laughs> it, 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 so I do allow people to you know cross the line to be a bit much or be uh, you know uh, uh, you know it, sometimes good comedy is a high wire act, and uh, you know to see oh my gosh they're 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 saying that risque thing and they're not and they're they're successfully doing it. They're 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 making me enjoy the fact that they're being so uh, out there uh, but this was not one of those moments he fell off the high wire it was not <laughs> but he knew he knew that there was potential for that so he gave me room to cut out one of his uh, reads it was a horrible pun it was it was not good <laughs> and so uh, so I was able to in editing uh, remove that that part but it was yeah that section was great the milk me call me dr milk me that call was me dr milk me yeah that was so so good uh yeah the, i really love uh my favorite performers on the show are the more outlandish people they, like you uh, like i mean you, you guys are all have, have all been great but like when anytime people are just so far gone they're just have no uh, connection with reality that's my favorite that's really really good um one of my favorite episodes of yours, Sean. I guess share a memory is I, I think it was one of your earlier episodes. That I think the episode is the um, so and so want Doug to fap again. It's it's uh, uh, Josh and Lauren. They're trying to get you to to masturbate, and it was such a funny episode uh, to to find out why you didn't masturbate, what uh, what you would do instead of masturbating, and yeah. And I think uh, Danielle and Austin, of course, were in that episode. That we found out that they were the experts because they were your balls. Yeah, they they were yeah. <laughs> they did a good job. Of my they knew what what advice to give. <laughs> <laughs> good job. 
Come on, Doug. Come on, bro. Yeah. Well, they did because they didn't they didn't let on where they were initially. We had to figure it out through talking to them, through meeting them. You know, they're like, "Oh, it's really cramped down here." And uh, I, I was like, "Well, what's what's your line of work?" And they're like, "Well, I guess you could call us chemists." Uh, and it was they, they they alluded to it so in such a way that it just made it. It took me a moment to figure it out. I honestly didn't know who they were. And then once I figured it out, I I um. I, I think I let it like linger for a moment before I was like, wait a minute, you know. And then the reveal was just so spectacular. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was a a great one. You've also done, uh, Sean. You've done uh, like physical bits that don't translate audibly, but like you you did a a um, a, a sponsored ad for a bidet, and you were like showing a a, a bidet, but you were clearly like fumbling with it, and it, and it and it like made a mess. But you're just using your hands, and yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. It was it was perfect like theater of the mind. I really really enjoyed that one. Thank you. Uh, yeah, of course, man. Of course. Uh, I guess, and then I'll, I'll bring it to to Wes. Any any favorite moments, either of your own performance or or someone else in an episode? Or well, now you've got me in my in my feels on on Sean performances. Oh yeah, because those are like I don't know. I've performed a bunch with Sean, uh, and physical is is one of his great many great attributes. Um, and so sorry, it just it sidetracked me thinking about um, Sean doing a. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell a story, Sean. His okay. last, his last show in Dallas, before he moved to Portland with our with our troop Sunglow. He's backstage, and he's got a cup of water, and he's not telling the rest of the cast. And he fills his mouth up with water, and he just walks out on stage and stands there until somebody addresses him, and then he does the most violent spit take I have ever <laughs> seen. I mean, none of the cast knew he was going to do it. Uh, I had no clue. He took everybody off guard. And you can't do that post-COVID. But nope, it was nope. just, it was Shamu level, like, <laughs> an, an amazing thing. I'll never forget it. Um, uh, the, uh, what, uh, I love. Harder to do on Zoom. Yeah, it is. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, you can't do spectates. It doesn't have the same effect. The. Uh, I liked uh, this is a Sean show. Sean was on this one. We cheeseburger and French fries was one of my favorite. Um, oh yeah, shows I was a part of. Um, you played I, in a house pet. Yeah, it was a, a house dog. You were the dog, uh, yes. Yeah. And then uh, what the hell was it? I I do like this is the one you you bring up a lot where I played Doctor Pillbug, but um, I, I why can't I remember their names? But they played um um two people in a couple. One was a future file. And the other wanted to be to live in ancient Greece. Oh, and they yeah. were a couple, and you were trying to fix their relationship, and that was pretty funny. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Uh, that was Carolyn Janice and uh, Bill Arnett. Bill Arnett was, uh, uh, right. I guess, he was. Uh, he, I guess, he enjoyed the future, but he was worried about his wife, who was, who she loved uh, Athens, Greece. She liked or Roman. She was on a Roman diet, and in the diet took over her lifestyle completely. And then you came on as the expert to to help fix their relationship, and you kept uh, plugging a a pill that doesn't exist, which was great. Telemixtrin. Yeah. Yeah. Ask a doctor. <laughs> The other thing I really like is when the when the advertiser or sponsor, like Sean was saying, takes over. I really like yeah. it when the when the sponsor hijacks and and solves the problem. That always makes me happy. I always welcome steamrolling. Not enough. It doesn't happen enough on the show. I'll say that uh, uh, people are are too nice and kind and offer up the space to other people. And I'm like, oh, this is not the place for that. Don't be civil. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the telemixer thing, and you were like, you were combative. My uh, my favorite uh, uh, experts have been combative. Just like, no, no, th- if you really want to be fixed, you got to do my way. Don't don't listen to this doctor fix me, dude. <laughs> I always enjoy it when people get your name wrong. Or That's a fun game. Honorific, and they call you just fucking fix me. Yeah, listen, fix yeah. me. Yeah, I like, love that. <laughs> Makes me happy. Yeah. That that happened in the live show and that got laughs. It was uh yeah it's it's nice when I, I like those little bits. Who life is full of bits. So yeah, I I think that like on a I guess tangent I think the best relationships I have even like with my 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 fiance I love her to death and our and our best moments are because of bits. We just have little inside jokes. Mm-hmm. That's like if life if doesn't have that then then why are you then are you even living? I agree. Anyway. It's a running no, joke for a reason. You're People not living. It. You are a <laughs> walking corpse of boring. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen, brother. That should uh, be the first question a therapist asks. Do you have bits in your life? What's that? Um, <laughs> what in the fuck is wrong with you? We, we yeah. have a lot of work to do. Uh, Joe, I'll, I'll ask you, what, uh, any highlights, any favorite uh, moments of the show? Oh, um, I, I enjoyed the really weird stuff too. Like the one that sticks out in my mind when, uh, the, the, the haunted house with the beams, cause I, oh, the pillars, the pillars and the, the, yeah, they, uh, cause uh, I no, wanted them you to called be them banisters and they, and they, they, banisters. they bullied you. Yeah. Yeah. And they they were bullies and I yeah. had a perfect thought in my head of how they would play it and they did it. So that made me feel good. Yeah. And that was played by uh, Josh and Lauren played, uh, banisters or pillars. We didn't quite understand which these these random beams that are in the house yeah. for no reason that are just bullies like old yeah. like jewish women bullies <laughs> oh man and i love yeah, that they that were fun. yeah they were support beams yet uh, ironically unsupportive yeah of you. super unsportive yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah that was fun and then uh i, I enjoyed because I, I got to be uh, uh related to dr fix me as his uh, brother-in-law so that was fun. I got to be a very conservative Italian idiot. Oh, uh, that's right. And like uh, I hated my that's kid. Super and, specific. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Wes and, and Sean, I think you guys know Kelsey Clay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it I, I for the listener, I've uh, much of the my performers have come from Chicago, but like uh, a lot of people have come from Texas, uh, and, and and so that's why even though Sean and, and Wes are in different parts of the country, they they knew each other back in the day in uh, improvising in in Dallas at a now defunct theater, right? The Dallas Comedy House. Yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. It's coming back under a different owner and different name in September. Okay. So we'll have a we'll have another stage here in town, which will be great. You need, you, yeah, you need those. I think that's a, it's like a, it's like a now it's a mental health uh, concern. Like we, you need to have your outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so our good friend uh, Kelsey Clay always he he. What I like about him is that he makes bold choices. His first appearance on the show, he was a sponsor who tried. He had an ulterior motive, which I always uh, enjoy. He wasn't just trying to sponsor the episode; he was trying to uh, seduce Doctor Fix Me. <laughs> and and uh, he, he was trying to sell like uh, pheromones or something to like win me over, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's not gonna work over Zoom." And uh, and by the way, I'm I'm married. The character Doctor Fix Me is married. I'm engaged, but my character is married. And he was devastated by that. He started foaming at the mouth and like drooling on camera. Like has no, it's it doesn't translate through the podcast. But I was like, this guy is nuts. Uh, <laughs> and he started an episode with Joe. He he jumped on the episode and said, uh, "Hey, Uncle." 
And I was like, I'm sorry, who? And apparently we, he, he instantly established that we were related. Uh, he was my, my wife's niece, uh, Mrs. Dr. Fix Me's niece. And, uh, and then so Joe had to play his disapproving father. Yeah, and he he like checked he like just like did a quick like Facebook thing so saw like like teams and like names and stuff so threw threw stuff at me that I know so I'm like yeah. this is awesome because I'm being the second person I get to make this whole thing but there was a lot I, of I European tap soccer into a lot of stuff yeah it was Juventus the team and so I yeah. got to jump into that and it was funny because uh, you know uh, one, really one of my specific. biggest pet peeves is you know dumb Italians that are like, we're Italian <laughs> listen to me and I'm like shut up listen <laughs> to me because I'm smarter than you and that's why you should listen to me. <laughs> The fact that I'm Italian, oh. yes, makes me awesome, and we can all agree on that. <laughs> but that's not the end all be all. <laughs> yeah, your your confidence in that episode was great. It was, oh yeah, yeah. So I got to be great. so mean. I was such a bad dad. It was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's fun being me. I think uh, confidence and ignorance are the best combination. Oh, Eric, uh, uh, only followed by or uh, only uh, second to arrogance and ignorance. Oh. Yeah, a- arrogance and ignorance. Mwah. Uh, <laughs> Change the world. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, um, I just love being able to, yeah, like, expand your mind, be in those, like, move the boundaries, but you're still, like, even when you made, like, the hand for the boundaries, I'm like, you had to fit it into your frame of the computer. <laughs> so yeah. it's like being these, <laughs> yeah. being these wild and crazy things, but, like, you're in a screen. So it helps you, like, be wild and crazy, like, in the mind and, and in a safe way because I, on stage, like, you know me, like, I like to leave the stage, leave, leave the building. Like, I, I don't... Oh yeah, I mean, no I'll, boundaries. Some, I'll sit at a my, table with somebody. Going out into the audience and have that that like live theater come at you. I love that. Uh, when Henry, Joe and I yeah. would do, uh, <laughs> Joe and I were on a team uh, together uh, like in 2019, 2018, and one of my favorite episodes or shows you did is you just you insisted on being out in the audience through through the show. That was a lot of fun. It made it's like it made the performance more visceral. Like it's like a, a like 3D. You know, the improv was coming right at you. I'm selfish because my favorite thing to do in when I'm doing that stuff, when I'm in the audience, because I always find the one girl that's like, why? Why yeah. is he here? They, I didn't yeah. want to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're like freaking out. And I just, I keep the uh, like the scene going, obviously, but I love just like catching them every so often because they're like, they don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there, there's something to be said about comedy that is uh, not antagonizing, but like uh, stimulating. You know, you're, yeah, you're, giving, you're, 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 you're giving people a little bit of a poke, a little bit of a, a, a tickle, respectfully, of course. Uh, but you tickle. Might, a respectful tickle. Hey, you know, we've all had a respectful tickle. <laughs> Who hasn't had been respectful? <laughs> Who hasn't respectfully tickled voice? somebody else? I mean, come on. <laughs> if you're going to tickle somebody, you got to do it with respect. Yeah. A respectful There's a point where a tickling like a can get too much. Song. Yeah. Like a romantic kid's R&B song that Muppets would make. Yeah. Uh, my, my, future, my future sister-in-law has a three-year, uh, three-year-old daughter. And the daughter came up to her and said, Mom, uh, when you tickle me, when, uh, next time you tickle me, when I say stop, don't. And I was like, oh. <laughs> she, it's like, and that, like, well, that takes us to another uh, level. We have to discuss safe words now. Yeah, that's a smart little girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Confident. Like <laughs> so, oh, man. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm so glad you guys are here. I'm so glad that uh, yeah, th- 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 an unsuspecting side effect of this has been uh, the outreach of uh, meeting new people. It's weird. Like um, my the people I know in real life, the people I know in Chicago are Josh and Byron, and they were t- as I got to know them more. They said, "Oh, we're 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 from Texas. Uh, we we uh, were part of another community in Texas, and that's where I met uh, Danielle and Austin. And who uh, then uh, after a couple episodes, I asked them like, who who would you want to bring on? And they're like, well, I'll bring on West." 
Jess and, and Sean. Um, and I think may, maybe has anyone. I'm, Let's 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 take this time now to quantify all the Dallas members who have been on the the Dallas comedy scene who have been in, on the show. We've got uh, uh, Josh and Byron and Lauren. Uh, uh, we got Danielle and Austin. Awesome. Uh, Wes, Sean, Sean, Kelsey, Kelsey. Um, Are we at? I think we're at eight. I think I saw Sally on one episode. Did oh, Sally! Sally that's right. Sally did one episode. That's um, right. Yeah, she was great. The Dallas yeah, Nine. I like that. She, uh, Sal, uh, Sally has like her own webpage, she, like clips of like various characters she's done. She is, uh, yeah, she's doing it. I, uh, yeah. I saw, uh, you know, it's really crazy when like you know somebody and uh, you're familiar with what they do, but like you're on the internet and like on YouTube or whatever, and then they pop up on YouTube from a completely different person, like who you don't even know, and they're posting them. You're like, dude, I know that person. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> You're my retweeting uncle, my friend. Yeah. My uncle retweeted a Sally thing, and I was like, shut up. Oh, <laughs> what <wow>. the hell? <laughs> That's great. Crazy. Yeah. It's, I never expected the, the opportunities of, of, of networking uh, that mm-hmm. I would have here. I just thought it would be just me in a circle of people just doing the same stuff, but I love bringing on uh, new talent. It and, makes and, you so better. I'm like so grateful for that because I'm a firm believer that's how you flex your muscles. Like, the, like You get really good as a group. The more you're together, obviously you know each other. You can predict things. But like if you want to get really good, you got to be with different people because some sh- people say shit or do shit a certain way that cracks you up that now gives you that slight edge as well moving forward. Mm-hmm. Stealing yeah. their power. <laughs> Stealing and absorbing their power. But That's yeah, all like I want to do as an improviser is steal other people's charisma. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm, I'm so excited that theaters are finally opening up and live theater can come back. But, I, when I, uh, but there was like a bitter sweetness to it. I was afraid it, also that I would be losing um, the ability – like if I, if I live – if I go – if I do Dr. Fix Me strictly live, what happens to all my friends that I made on Zoom? And it's almost like summer camp. Like, I don't want it to end. So that, that's why in the in the future, I'm going to try to do live with a, a hybrid element where I can bring in a, a Zoom uh, performer via Zoom, as, as either like the sponsor or the um, the expert at the end of the show. Yeah, we li- Just so you know, we literally stop existing once you... <laughs> yeah, we're not real people. You're right, only right? in the cloud. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I can respect that. I don't believe anything behind me exists. It just reappears when I turn around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bl- it blank really, void, it, and as I turn, that's when it, it's, it saves on RAM. That's it, it really does. <laughs> like right now in Zoom, it freaks me out because I'm like, is that there? <laughs> no. Uh, so some people who um have I guess listened to the show or like they want to get involved as a as a fan or, or a spectator they've asked me like what wh- why isn't the show on on youtube why isn't the uh, wh- wh- why don't you live stream it and i think that's a horrible idea uh because i, I i've i've been a part of like zoom improv jams and the yeah. worst part is spectating as soon as i'm done performing i don't give a fuck what anyone else does i i'm very selfish in that way and i don't see how i would possibly like m- i myself wouldn't want to watch a zoom uh, show, but if I'm listening to a podcast where people are invoking like theater of the mind, I've got a powerful imagination. I don't want to see these static images dictate what how my entertainment. If I can like enjoy the ride that you know that they're taking me on uh, through an audio experience, so that's why I limited the the Zoom sessions to. Uh, uh, audio only but in the live show I I do think that I'll, I'll put the live shows they are recorded uh, audio and video 
wise, and I will put them on YouTube, but also uh, online. Uh, and also, it's pretty experimental too. Like we go, we push the boundaries sometimes, and like you said, like sometimes it's like, oh, that's not that didn't land right. Yeah, oh, that's don't what, let <laughs> people see that. Yeah, yeah. I'm in this in this way. I'm I'm an advocate for the performer. I want them to take risks. Air, oh, yeah. Like you know, make a mistake. That's fine. This doesn't have to go up. But it's uh, ultimately is it's. I just want the show to be fun for us. Uh, as long as it's fun for us and we f- yeah. and we have so much fun that we don't want to do it again, I've done my job. So I, I love you, listener. I'm glad you're here, but you're you're a second to my to my dear friends. Yeah, my improvising uh, hero person I look up to is actually a skateboarder, J Boy Adams, like one of the original ones from like the Dogtown team. Oh, and he he was just the one that had a hard road later because he's like, I don't want to make money. I just want to do unique things, and and you're like, fuck it, and like forget it after I do it. I'm like, that's fun. Like he pushes boundaries. Like he. You know. Yeah, I like so those it's, original it's thinkers. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say that he transitioned into improv or something. I was like, oh. He, no, he transitioned escaped. into drugs and gang life. Is what he oh, he went to prison man. for a little bit. Oh, goodness. He had a like hard fun. row. He I mean, was a, yeah. Yeah, tough. I would look up to him for that. <laughs> he didn't want to sell out. Everyone was selling out but him. But I'm just like, you could do it in a, stru- a constructive way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he his skateboarding was like insane he just did he saw things that no one else saw and i'm like that's that's what i want to do in line with what you've just said joe uh uh, the, uh there was a, a, a if you guys know paul mooney he passed away and there was a lot of like yeah. uh, uh, talk about him and what i love about it, everyone who um eulogized him or, or spoke of him talked about how uh he adhered to his originality that he didn't want to sell out he um uh one he kept his original voice and he didn't want to um you know dance for anybody you know what i mean like he he i i love that and that's it's almost like something i would look to aspire to is that if people talk about me is talk about like yeah, yeah something i insisted on i had integrity i love that that that's the thing he left behind he was funny as hell but also he 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 had um uh like his rules he had his his ethical compass that that led him uh, he told you know, the uh, truth like, he, he didn't give a shit yeah like, this yeah. might cost me something he's like but it's true <laughs> it's yeah like, yeah <laughs> he stuck to his principles and i i admire that i feel like that is an un um uh, like it's it's not as common and it's also not as um it, you don't really profit off those principles when you, yeah. when, you when you adhere to them it, it's it, it like who is that for but it's it's for the integrity of your character so people know that they can rely on you for that I, I just, it's, I, yeah it's fun being able to like just improv and, and plan that out because that's how you figure it out by doing different things interacting because i mean that's uh um uh well, I lost my train of thought about that's it. That's okay. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> I, I was going about. What you were yeah, saying. Yeah, the originality, the yeah rejection of of being sold uh, uh, like that. But oh yeah, I mean, the fine line of it. That's what I was thinking of. Because like uh, the principles can go bad thing. Like if you think of like uh, you know a uh, uh, small example, like extreme Catholics. It's like I have this principle and I have this belief. It's like okay, well, what is the belief in principle? And then Paul Mooney had. It's like tell the truth and be honest and don't be a dick. But sometimes yeah. you have to be a dick to tell the truth. And it's like, that's a good truth. I like that belief. Extreme Catholic sounds like a reality show. Should Spike be. TV. Extreme, how yeah, Catholic yeah. can you be? Yeah. Extreme. Catholic X. Um, <laughs> and then at the end, the icon shifts and it's a cross. Right. Oh, oh. <laughs> it does that. Extreme. It does that in the bottom corner of the screen where it, it yeah. just constantly. The X rotates into a cross. To, yeah. Back to an X. I want to do that show now. It sounds great. Oh. Anyways.
Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do a show. Uh, we're gonna take a break right now, and then when we come back, we're gonna hear uh, from some of our past characters. Doctor Fix Me is gonna uh, touch base and do a, a segment called "Where Are They Now?" Uh, check in on old characters to see uh, how they've been since Doctor Fix Me last fixed them or last saw them, last interacted with them to to see uh, how well they are faring. So with that, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between and beyond, welcome to the anniversary episode of Doctor Fix Me. I am your host, Doctor Elias Fix Me, and on this show, I'm uh, I'm doing a, I'm taking a, a step away from the normal form format of the show. I'm I'm here to to check in with uh, past guests that I've worked with before. I want to touch base with uh, some people to see how they're doing, how well uh, was their experience on Doctor Fix Me, and and hopefully uh, if they were uh, were they truly and indeed fixed. I feel like there's only one way to do that is to, to is to see where are they now in a new segment i call where are they now so my producers have connected me with uh, our first guest and it looks like we have oh, oh, oh an old uh, favorite of the show i guess an old uh, uh when I say favorite, they were only on one episode, but it was such a fun episode that they were on, and I'm so excited to touch base with them to see where they are. So I guess without any further ado, let's welcome our first guest. Looks like we have uh, Teddy Tibbets. Welcome, Teddy Tibbets, back on to Dr. Fix Me. Hey, Dr. Fix Me. Hey, Teddy. Uh, wow. Uh, it's me, Teddy Tibbets. Teddy Tibbets. T-I-B-B-I-T-S. Teddy Tibbets. That is your last name. Thank you for spelling that out for us. Uh, now, it. Teddy, uh, can you uh, – I, I want to check in with you. I don't know if you're, my producers made you aware of the nature of, of this uh, particular episode of Dr. Fix Me. I'm not, I'm not here to fix you. Uh, I just want to know well, where uh, where are you at these days? Where, where are you now? How, how are you doing? I got to say, you look question. great. Great question. Hold on one second. Hey. 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 Yeah. You. Where are we? Where, where, where are we right now? Okay, we're we're in the we're in the North Atlantic Sea. You wait, who did you just ask off camera? You're on Zoom right now, but I couldn't see who you were talking. Yeah, to. Yeah, the captain. Oh, you're. Are you on a ship right now, Teddy? Yeah, it's the ship of destiny. <laughs> the ship of destiny. Yeah. You, okay. Uh, well, tell me about. Uh, about this why are you uh why why do you find yourself on a ship are, are you on a are you traveling i mean well, of course you're traveling but i mean well yeah tell me why are you on a ship i gotta find me i gotta i gotta get out i gotta find who i am now oh yeah I'm are you out. saying that you're traveling the world to discover not a location but yourself yeah i gotta find get yeah like you know the i tried to find myself internally like i was i Oh, when I was on your show, they did all these, like, you know, they were like, uh, Tay Tibbets, we got an intervention. Remember? They were all interventioning me. Oh, yes, I remember that. Your yeah. your roommates, uh, the, as we found out, were trying to, uh, they wanted to intervene on all these things that you were doing. You were, you were addicted to various drugs. You had uh, lewd behavior. You insisted on being in public naked, if I remember. And you you uh, you certainly had a, uh, if I can recall, you had a predilection for, for senior citizens, uh, romantically yeah. speaking. Yeah, and I killed... I killed a bunch of puppies. Oh, that's right! You derailed a train by peeing on the rails, and that's that's what all it took to derail the train and killing all the puppies it was a, uh, a a a a a um, a massacre. A steady stream, uh, fueled by uh, Red Bull and and Gatorade. Wow. Well, uh, Teddy, I understand that you you've come literally f physically a long way since then. Oh. Uh, 
how do you feel since that episode? Uh, did that? Do you feel like a, any change uh, occurred since that episode? Yeah, I'm, I'm on. I'm in the sea now. Yeah, the no, the North Atlantic. That's right. Uh, yeah. But I mean, like, I guess, uh, how did you feel walking away from that episode? Do you feel like the the episode, or at least maybe my services, helped you in the end? Did you feel like you were fixed at all, or helped? No, but you know, you know how sometimes when you're like at the beginning of a story and 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 like there's like this beginning like at the beginning it's like this this horrible thing that happens to you and uh it's just it, it throws you off course in a direction and you have to figure out where to go from there and because it was just so disastrous and everything was horrible and and all your friends that you relied on and uh, and uh like um like uh like uh podcast people that you thought you could trust failed you um you, and you just had to do something different to fix it like that's that was the beginning of my story oh wow that was like the inciting incident that launched you into your journey to where you are now are you yeah. saying that my episode caused you to want to travel the world via ship no I just want to get the fuck out of town. I didn't even expect to be on the ship until like maybe four hours ago. You've uh, only been on the ship for a couple hours? Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, where are you, are you going? Are you going is what I said. And he's like, yes, I'm going. The, the captain's kind of a, he's got like a deep voice, uh, sexy, sultry. I was convinced. And so I got on the boat and here I am. Before I was like, I, I was in a carnival for a bit. Uh, a carnival? I, what did you do in a carnival? I showed him my naked knees. <laughs> and I, I, you know how you can roll them around? That was my that. thing. You insisted on showing that to me. You would you would relax your knee and you would move your cap back and forth. Yeah, You know what? You would not, you would be surprised. People just love that. They eat that shit up. They would, so, they would pay me in apples. And other types of chocolate candy bars. It, it was you were paid in money? You were paid in food? Food. Now, this sounds like less of a carnival, Teddy, and more of a... Um, I don't even... I hope this word isn't too outdated, but it, but it sounds like you were part of a freak show. You know what? Life is a freak show. <laughs> you know, you just figure out... You know what I mean? Think about it. You, we're all just very diverse in our fricksenicities. And we find ways for people to pay us for our our insane characteristics. And I just happened to find one in which I got paid in apples and candy bars. Well, I'm glad you were able to capitalize on your uniqueness and 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 use that to your advantage. Okay, and and from the carnival be and and uh, showing people your naked kneecaps. Uh, where did where did you go from there? Okay, so this is a really cool story. I I was in Montpelier, I think that's in Vermont. It's somewhere up yep. north. Yeah, yes, it, it was in Vermont, and uh, and then I, I met a guy in, in a coat, and he said, you, you want to come with me? I was like, yeah, take him. It's just a free man now. And so I just hung out with him. I, didn't, I never even learned his name, but he, he was dark and sultry. I, I just follow anybody who's dark and sultry at this point. Uh, that is like, it's, like a, it's like my guide. Like I'm my, uh, like, a, uh, like you, you know, the little, little cricket? You, like Jiminy Cricket? Yeah, like that guy who he's just like, come over here. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And now I'm on the sea. Wow. Okay. And, and are you saying that you'll follow anyone who has a dark and sultry voice? Is that, well, not is that important anybody. to you? I mean, oh. it, has to, it has to be genuine. I think. Okay. Not an affectation, but a genuinely dark voice? You're going to tell or the deep difference. Voice? Okay. 
Wow. Well, I guess uh, I understand where you are, but I want to know, uh, Teddy, how do you feel in this moment? How do you feel uh, um, on the, uh, this journey that you're on now? Do you feel safe on this boat? Do you, are you excited for the adventure that awaits you in your discovery oh, of yourself? No, I'm still at the beginning of my journey, so I'm still in this state of depression, anxiety, horror, hatred. Uh, um, um. I think at one point I was suicidal, but, uh, but, uh, but then, and then I met a guy, adult sultry guy at an Arby's and he was like, don't kill yourself. Teddy Tibbetts. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And I mean, it works. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like a tarot deck. Really great. I love it. Wow. I I can't help but notice uh, Teddy Tibbetts. You get your, you seem to be easily influenced by these people with uh, deep, dark voices. Yeah. That's weird, ain't it? It's very there's, weird. There's probably some deep buried past that I'd rather not uncover if I think too hard about it. But yeah, hey, don't 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 fight it anymore. That's why I do. I don't fight anything. I just let let the stream just drag me down and just bury me wherever I land. That's what that's what I'm like now. Wow. So how are you feeling right now in this moment? Uh, hungry because I ate my last candy bar about an hour ago. You ate your last payment as a as a freak show participant. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot stored up. I just carried it in a duffel bag, just just full of Kit Kats and uh, uh, one of the Snickers and and a hundred grands and um, uh, what should we call it? I think that's an actual. That's a what yeah, yeah. What should we call it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're crunchy. They got pretzels in them. They're pretty good. Yeah. Now, uh, Teddy Tibbetts, you when we last when we first met, you had roommates who were constantly um, hosting interventions on your behalf. They were trying to get you to to stop various things. They'd host hundreds of these interventions. Where um, have you kept in contact with them? What, what's what's happened to the, your no, relationship? No, they're with your dead. Roommates? I killed them and I buried them <laughs> out back in, uh, uh, next to uh, uh, one of my uh, rat sculptures because I just couldn't fucking take it anymore. And you weren't much help. I think that's when I realized I had to go. And that's when I left. Things are a lot better, I think, but... I, you killed them? Are you on the run from the law, Teddy? I'm not running. <laughs> it's kind of like... Like I said, it's the stream. The stream and the voice guides me. And I feel pretty good now. I feel like you're on a ship to escape law. I feel like you're, you're trying to get out into international waters so that you can escape the jurisdiction of the United States of America. That's what I think. Look, if that's the narrative, you're going to... Tell yourself that's fine, but my narrative is pretty cool. It's more like a Pinocchio type of situation. Oh uh, my! Yeah. Well, I hope you don't end up in such a Pinocchio type situation where you end up in the mouth of a whale. I don't think. I that's... don't. I don't care. I'm mean, like, let's do it. I, I'm all. You welcome it. You welcome point. the prospect of being inside a whale's mouth. Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, hey, have you ever been in a whale's mouth? No. Well, then stop complaining. You don't know what it's like making right. judgments. I, I, uh, you, you are right, Teddy, and, and who am I to to uh, shame you? I mean, I, I will shame you yeah, for you the better, murder better of your roommates. Better watch out. You shame me one more goddamn fucking time. <laughs> I'm going to carry and carry your fucking ass, bury you out in the backyard. I'm just kidding. That's right. I'm a good guy now. <laughs> oh, that's right. For the listener, Karen and Kieran were your, were your roommates. No, they were my you... anti-friends. Oh my goodness! Why well, I'm so sorry that 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 they passed away. I that you killed them. That, that I feel like I I I let them down as, as someone no, who's trying to help this world out. No, you let me down when you didn't help me. Uh, what was it? Stop the intervention. So I 
did it for me. Well, to that end, I, I think you 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 did solve a problem. You you kept them from intervening uh, against you. I still never figured out what what preposition I should use. Intervening on you, intervening against you, intervening for you. But in either me, way, okay. Well, it was well, like injections. Like, well, Teddy, where's your next stop? Where, where's your where's this ship taking you? You said the North Atlantic. Is there a is there a destination in in? Oh, route? oh let me check. Hey, hey, <laughs> where are we going? He said the dark. That's the all, dark? Yeah, he said the dark. Well, that sounds like it's something you might be uh, uh, welcoming or trusting. It sounds like that's right up your alley. You like the things that are deep and dark, so this hopefully is somewhere you'll want to be. Yeah, I, you know, and and if that don't work out, then I'll just you know figure figure something out. I'll you know figure you know, whatever. Well, Teddy, I, I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. It seems like you're you're in a better spirits. I'm sorry that you had to kill your roommates in order to affect change. And then, and I, 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 I'm I hope over this... it. They're over it. I mean, you're the only one who seems to be having problems with it at this point. <laughs> I, I will admit that I'm having difficulty processing the fact that you killed your roommates uh, and are fleeing the country. I, I am having difficulty with that. But, but Teddy, I want to say I just want to check in. I'm glad to, that you're uh, you seem healthy. Uh, and I'm I'm glad for that. You look great. It's and apples. Oh, it's apples. Good. Yeah, they're not Karen. Keeps doctors away. Keeps police away. Uh, keeps Karen Karen away. That's for goddamn fucking sure. Wait, are you saying you killed Karen and Karen with a- apples? I shoved apples into their throats until they were lodged and they couldn't breathe anymore. And I said, "How's this for an intervention?" And I and, and I was like, "You try to get that intervened, you." F- you, 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 and, and, uh, I'm surprised you didn't ask, how do you like them apples? I feel like that would have been the, the appropriate response. I mean, right. I'm not one to What's tell you how mean? to murder, but I don't know what that means. it's a reference to a, to a, a thing. Don't oh, worry about okay. it. Well, but, you but, know, but, I don't know the things, you know, the world's large and <laughs> full of experiences. I don't care about references except for the ones that, uh, are directly related to me. So of course, well, Teddy, I, I wish you the best of I luck. Said, I could have said something like. How you like them tibbets? And then, and then tibbed him. And I tibbed it. That's how I call it a tib. You call it a tib when you shove food uh, into someone's mouth, suffocating them to death? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, well, Teddy, I, I, I guess I, uh, I'm i horrified by this revelation, but I do want to uh, – we are uh, – I are do you? have to move on. You don't sound I, that horrified. I am horrified that you killed someone and you're fleeing the country. I, well, there's clearly it's nothing I can do. I have to let go of this situation. That you know, I'm not here to fix you. I'm not here to judge you. I'm a little scared, but I, I'm I'm not here to. You don't have uh, to worry. I'm not anywhere near you. You're you're I'm in the North Atlantic. North Atlantic, yeah. Yep. Well, Teddy, thank you very much for being on the show. I want to. I want to. Uh, we got to move on to. Uh, we got to pay the bills here and, and hear a word from our sponsor. So, Teddy, uh, I guess uh, best of luck on your journey. Is there anything you'd like to to say before you uh, uh, disembark from this show? Or, but by the way, that doesn't mean you can never be on the show again. You, I, I completely welcome and have an open door for you. If you ever want to come back, if you ever need anything fixed, I'm here for you, Teddy. That sounds like, like a trap. Oh, no, no. I would never want to host an intervention against you or for okay. you or, or well, within you. No, I meant like, you know, now that you think that I'm like, you're like, um, uh, like, you know, you're going to call police and shit like that. No, 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 no. I just if you ever need help fixing, I I I I'm here for you. I just okay. want you to know that I'm I'm, well, I'm here to help. That's very nice of you. 
Of course. Oh, well, Teddy, thank you very much. Uh, enjoy the rest of your travels. Uh, we do need to move on uh, and hear a word from our sponsor. As we all know, this is Showbiz after all. And the business part of this show is hearing a live read of one of our local sponsors. So I want to br- want to bring on one of our uh, local sponsors onto our anniversary episode to, see what, uh, to hear what they have to say or uh, sell. Uh, so uh, without any further ado, I'd like to welcome on our sponsor. Welcome, sponsor, to Dr. Fix Me. Hey, Elias. Hi. Hi. Oh, is this... Is this Terry? Yes, it is. How's your day going? Hi, Terry. Oh, I'm, it's great. It's, it is fantastic. I'm so glad that you're here. You're actually on uh, a very special episode of Dr. Fix Me. Oh. This, is a, this is an anniversary episode. Oh, what's, what are we anniversary? Well, it's the anniversary of Dr. Fix Me. I, I've had this show for uh, a year now. Well, good for you. I remember when you started it. It was a very exciting time, and it, it's a productive way to spend your time, which is good. And what's not a productive way to spend your time? A uh, non-productive way of spending my time would be drinking myself into a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a into blacking out. Mm-hmm. Now, can black- you can you go really close into your microphone and just say to that microphone, if you were a liquor bottle, I wouldn't drink you. If you were a liquor bottle, I wouldn't drink you. Mm, I didn't. I didn't believe it. I don't think the microphone believed you. <laughs> you don't believe me? It didn't sound like I like I believe you and I love you, but I don't think Mr. Microphone believed it. All right, let me let me give another take. Okay, hold on a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in real close to my microphone. Really close, because it's gonna be close to your lips, but you just don't want it there. Look, microphone, you are the symbol of a of an alcoholic beverage right now, and I do not want to drink you. I would not drink you. I mean, uh, all 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 good things in moderation. So I could I could drink you to to uh, at a moderate uh, rate, but I will not drink you to excess, and I will not go overboard, and I will not get into a blackout rage and 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 take out my anger on my producers. I will not do that. Microphone substitute for a uh, vodka bottle. I will not do that. That I believe. Uh, that I. Did that, you hear that? Did thanks. they hear that in the booth? Because those two, I need to talk to them too. Uh well my producers right now are they wow they uh, they ducked below the uh, I can't mm. see them right now I feel like they're hiding I, I oh they're I, hiding that, that's okay this is your time I will talk to them later but they can hear me right yes so are you mm. so not only are you a sponsor for me but you're a sponsor for my producers as well that is correct I mean that ever is reassuring. since the judge assigned me to you he figured uh, I'd get the whole group just because it, it's a it's a hostile environment taking a sip of beer as you as you talk. Well, I well, I said I, I wanted moderation. To, yeah. I get it. Yeah, moderation. Yeah, I, for listener, I am drinking a beer. I'm drinking a, a, an alcoholic beverage, but I'm not overindulging. I feel like my my problem was was uh, what I'd like to think is my problem was going overboard with it. I was not mm-hmm. uh, restrained. I I did not. Um, uh, I just went. I, I went too hard. I, I went too hard. And, and a million so I is good. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm about fixing myself. You know, heal thyself, physician. Isn't that the the old phrase? And so I, 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 I do my best to just uh, have a beer every now and again on a special occasion, such as an anniversary episode. And I, I've been listening in, and you've been doing a really good job. I mean, handling that what I can only call a murderer very nicely, and you know, letting it not ruin your day. And I saw you doing your breathing arm down thing, getting it out. Remember. Remember it? Thank you, Terry. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, it's it's my way of uh, de-escalating the rage mm-hmm. within myself is to just uh, do a bit of a meditative breather. I mm-hmm. uh, inhale and exhale. It's it's basically like a like a ten second meditation. I just let go of of 
control, honestly. I try to, uh, sometimes I'll have guests on that absolutely rub me the wrong way. I, I feel like they need to be uh, shaken at their core. And then, But sometimes I realize, you know what, I can't do that. This is not the time nor the place. I, I can't be a Superman absolutely. Uh, in this absolutely. scenario. I'm so, so proud of you because, you know, that stream is deadly. You, you, you remember the old locomotive saying, you know, a steady stream and they'll all scream. So I do not recommend I've never out. heard that before. Terry. Oh, yes. I, I, if that's you a get new urine one. on a railroad track, it will derail. Is that a common phrase? Yeah, my father was a, a, a train conductor, and he wanted me to be, but I didn't want it. That wasn't my path. Wow. Oh, uh, so Terry, I, 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 I gotta say that our relationship has been kind of one-sided. You've always been um, there for me in our, in our weekly uh, meetings. And by the way, how many more weeks do I have with you until I'm, I'm done with this court-ordered, uh, court-mandated um, uh, session? Oh, you've been done for months. I thought we were I just doing this as friendship now. Oh no, I well, I, I'm, I, I appreciate your, your help in all this, but I, I mean, if this is no longer court-ordered and mandated, I mean, what? Uh, Wow. Oh, so you're um, fixed. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I think fixing... Oh, so you're better is, is, now. Well, I, 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 I think that I, I am better now than I was before. I'll, I I can say that. I, oh, I'm so, better. Okay, so Terry time comparison. is court-ordered time, and it's not a friendship heart-ordered time. Well, I... Terry, you got to understand, this is... this. The, I, oh, I, I have to understand something? A lot well, of, it's just, it, this is the opposite of what we talked about. You have to do this. You're... Hold on, we didn't I'm doing come my breathing thing. Can you hold on while I do my breathing thing? <laughs> Please do your breathing. Because I might seem like this per perfect person, but you know, I dated Gwyneth Paltrow back in the eighties. Okay, oh, I wow. had my dark days. Well, Terry, uh, you're taking a moment to breathe. I just want to say I I appreciate you. I, I'm honestly, swimming. I'm swimming through the bullshit. I'm getting out of it. <laughs> the breaststroke is the most productive stroke. Keeps the head above the bullshit, and I'm out. Okay. <laughs> wow, Terry, the, I, I thank you uh, for showing our listeners what it, you know the effectiveness of a of a deep meditative uh, breath can help uh, mm -hmm. the soul. And I, I, I want you to know that I appreciate your help. If it wasn't for you, I'd still be hitting the sauce really hard. I'd still be taking it on my producers. Uh, they're they're still I still can't see them, but I hiding know under there. the desk like children. Yes, they're probably drinking right now. Uh, but I and, and I, I gotta say, it, it means a lot that you are not only my sponsor but their sponsor too, because I know that they're getting the same treatment I got. And your treatment, to be honest, was top notch. It was so good, I didn't even know it was over. I I, I was enjoying the rides. It's like a, what they say, time flies when having fun. I was having fun with you, Terry. These sessions have been great. I've learned a lot. Uh, I, you know, I I I. I I learned that my problem wasn't alcohol, but the excess of alcohol. Mm. So it was it, things in excess. That that's where that that was my problem. Okay. Well, I'm glad you learned. I'm definitely glad you're grown. It's just you know you know we have to be honest, and it's a little hurtful that you you seemed excited to be you know done with our time. No, I just well, I was kind of relieved. I mean, the idea of being no longer under under the restraint of the court. I mean, I you got to admit, like being um, uh, like it's like it's like finally being released from time out. There's a relief in that. Oh, so you know? I was a punishment. You were. Don't you understand? You were you were, you were part of a punishment, and 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 well, I mean, you were I don't look helpful. at it that way. I look at it. I was part of a growth from a bad spot, which yes. some people see as a punishment. But aren't you better now? 
I am better. I am better because of the punishment. Yes, that I was punished by 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 uh, uh, serving a bit of community uh, service. I had to pick up some garbage, and then also I got to uh, spend time with you and, and make connections with you and and learn uh, uh, more about myself and and my connection with drinking. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, the so- key self right there. You said it, Elias. It's not discipline. We have to remember. It's self discipline. Remember, self discipline. Self discipline. Discipline's bad. Discipline, you know, under the right terms with consent and a safe word is fine. Well, yes, but self discipline is what we want as humans. We learned that uh, discipline comes from the word disciple. It just means like follower. So you, when you when you follow a strict uh, set of rules, you you are disciplined by that by that rubric. And so that yeah, I I learned that discipline isn't so much a punishment as it is just a, a realigning of your values. Uh, uh, basically setting establishing the rails on which you uh, establish your foundation for for living. So and I, you just I, want I to do... be careful because you you do not want to you know slip up and have an accident on those rails because like I said. Uh, it right. can cause pain. I don't want to drink so much that I pee on the rails of my life and derail myself. I I I, I completely agree. Thank you very much, Terry. Uh, while while we're here, did you want to? Uh, I mean, you are technically the sponsor of this episode. Is there anything you wanted to get out to our listeners? Any um uh, a product or service you have available other than your amazing uh, techniques at, at at overcoming? Um, addictions? sure. I would take the time. Actually, this is just kind of a personal announcement that uh, you know, I'm looking for a new friend. Um, I have time opened up apparently that I don't have court mandated time with this person. So I'm looking for a new human being that, you know, will like to spend time with me and maybe grow as a person and not see it as punishment. So I guess if there are listeners out there and remember people, we are the listeners too. We are the listeners too. Wow. Uh, and, and and Terry, I can't help but feel like some sort of like a passive aggressive attack on me that, that because of my, are you are you saying that you don't ever want to speak to me again? I would love to speak to you again, but I don't know if I will. I mean, I I told your producers that their time was up, and now they hide under desks. Wow, yeah, you know that's that is true, and I I, I don't want to discontinue this, Terry. I you know we should we should find a way to uh, be friends outside of this parameter. So you know things are now opening up. We don't have to be we don't have to communicate merely through Zoom. So let, let us set up a time to where we can meet up in in person. Hmm, I would like that. That's, I, thank you. I think that'd be great. But uh, we're uh, uh, unfortunately we are running out of our uh, Zoom time. But I want to take this time to take a break. Uh, I'll, I'll reach out, uh, uh, Terry. You and I will will set up a date where we can uh, meet in person, uh, which I think is 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 what we owe each other. If I, oh, if I may. That is lovely sentiment. I I, I would like that. Thank you, Terry. And I'm sorry I hurt your feelings before. I'm just I, I just have to admit I am relieved that I'm no longer under the court uh, mandate. I, I do appreciate it's it's I I feel relieved. Well, I'm glad. Good. All right. Well, with that, uh, listeners, we'll be right back after this. And we're back on the Doctor Fix Me, the anniversary episode. And oh, by the way, for the listener, this will be one of a few anniversary episodes. I'm not sure how many anniversary episodes we're gonna have, but I just it just feels so good to celebrate. So I've why not keep the party going? And so uh, I'll continue to check in where they are. Who's who's. Uh, there's so many uh, fantastic guests that have been on the show. I'm gonna check in with them, see where they are now, and and how uh, and how effective my help has been for them. And with that motif, uh, let's keep the show rolling. I want to con- connect with uh, two past guests of a oh they th- these are guests that had the holiday spirit uh, in their DNA because they were Christmas elves. So without any further ado, I want to welcome back uh, uh, Cinnamon and Sprinkles, uh, the Christmas elves. Welcome, uh, Cinnamon and Sprinkles. Yeah, you can uh, you can go on and eat shit. Fix me. Yeah, oh, you, is this a... You can eat your own shit! 
Yeah, oh, like, wow. go get another plate and eat someone else's shit, and then... Yeah, you should eat that shit, and then shit that shit, and then also eat that shit again. You just continue eating your own shit in a shit cycle until you go and fucking digest your whole self and die, you piece of shit. Yeah, okay, to the point com- where it creates an, an energy loop to the point where people could... Power like a small kindergarten school. Mm-hmm. You should okay. eat that shit as Calm much down. as you can. Yeah, Cinnamon sprinkles. Shove all you're, you're that shit in, in your mouth and digest <laughs> it to where you become the density of a of a gas giant. And yeah. then you produce your own energy and have a gravitational pull and suck everything else in, and then you disappear into nothing where light bends around you, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, you okay, just turn com- into <laughs> everything into cosmic shit you would just suck <laughs> in your bricks and, and air and babies and and you just okay, spit it out like, yeah, and then like, everything condenses in on itself and re-expands again in a giant bang and the universe begins a new born from your fucking shit you piece of shit fucking shit you shit fucking shitter we got fired fix me yeah! Whoa! Yeah! You did. Yeah! Okay, Santa <laughs> came and he said that we weren't supposed to put the North Pole strip club scene on blast. And he said to take our jolly asses down the road and go fuck ourselves. So why don't you start by eating a big old candy cane of shit? Yeah, why don't you shit a candy cane, you shit candy caner? You fucking okay, asshole! You didn't calm fix down. anything! You're a fucking loser! Yeah, you're Please. a loser! Calm, calm down, calm down. Okay, first, first, cinnamon. I, I, uh, sprinkles. You're both coming in very hot. Cinnamon. I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean. Are to, you sorry? To cause you to... Yes, cinnamon. What part I, of I he no sees one... you when you're sleeping? He knows when you're awake. Did we not seem to understand on this show? Santa went well, it... full blown ape shit on us, dragged us out of the toy shop, banged me against the Christmas tree, and told Rudolph to kick me in the spleen. Yeah, and oh he made goodness. me watch while he, while, while, while Rudolph was shitting in my mouth. And, <laughs> and I couldn't stop it. It was just a nonstop shit. He it held his so... eyes open like a clockwork orange while the shit was just going into his <laughs> mouth. I'm so sorry. Sprinkles, you're saying that Rudolph shit in your mouth and your eyes? Yeah, oh, and he shit in my ears. And then he shit in my asshole. Have you ever seen shit shine under the light of a red nose? No, you haven't. Um, No, no, I haven't. haven't. Oh, my goodness. Cinnamon sprinkles. I'm so sorry. I didn't anticipate that this show would be so detrimental to your your livelihood and your careers. Uh, Well, I got to ask. Well, first off, thank you for being on the show. But Cinnamon, where are you now? I'm in I'm in Miami. You're oh wow that's completely a uh, uh, a polar change from 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 being on the the North Pole. Yeah, I work the... at a seafood dock and we bring in some fish every day. And all I do is is hook fish to the next guy and think about how it would be able to watch you eat the shit and die. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah, you're a fucking piece of shit, Doctor Fix Me. But you're saying that since you your since your fall from grace with with Santa Claus with good old Saint Nick that you have been uh, uh, fantasizing about my demise. First of all, Grace was my favorite dancer. Thanks for the reminder. Fix me. Oh, Grace, the I was didn't she a fall from the... Grace. I got dragged away from Grace by Santa and his minions. You piece of shit. Oh piece goodness. Of shit face. Cook, oh boy. Cook bucket. Only, yeah, you only get cook bucket. Good 
thing that came out of this was that me and me and Sprinkles got to actually be friends. Yeah, we're friends now. Hey, That's you good. know what? I always wanted my freedom, but I didn't want it to become like I didn't want it to come that way. I yeah. didn't want it. I wanted it to be joyful. Instead, I I got I got I got reindeer feces pouring out of my my pores. Like I got blackheads and all this reindeer. You're you're coming in pretty clear. You do have a it seems to be a bit of acne, but you're saying it's, it's all. It's sh- all oh. Are you really gonna comment on it? Fix me. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Doing? No, I'm I'm just for the listener. I'm I'm hel- I'm helping them do understand you, that you, you just popped a blackhead full of me? shit. He's like, you can have your freedom, but every moment from now on, you will live in pain. And he can do That's that. He's fucking me. Santa. Yeah. I'm s- I'm so sorry to hear that. Like I'm so God sorry, Sprinkles. Damn Christmas genie from hell. Uh, Sprinkles, please. I, I, I've asked Cinnamon. I, I've checked in where, where he is. He says he's in Miami. Where are you, Sprinkles? I'm in a dark hole. It's a, a well. I'm in a well somewhere. And I think it's 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 moist and hot. Are you stuck? Yeah. What, what do you? Are you trapped? Well, someone should get you out of there. I know, but no one's coming. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm glad that we were able to reach you through through technology to reach you at the bottom of a I well. I am a ha- magical elf. Sprinkles, how long? I gotta ask, how long have you been in this well? Like like two days after our conversation, it was just like. Oh, <laughs> since then? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Santa works fast. So yeah. you were fired immediately after the episode aired, and then you've since, uh, uh you've been in, Fired uh, out uh, wh- of a cannon! Oh. And we went up into the sky, and I landed in a well, and I got feces in my pores, and I got nothing but hate for my own existence! Thank you very much, you shit, cut bucket, yeah. pussy, bitch! <laughs> You got fucking you shit ass motherfucking bastard fuck pussy. Well, I I gotta say there's a silver lining to this. I mean, after all, uh, cinnamon sprinkles. You said that you're friends now. I think that's important. Oh yeah, it's really great to be friends with a with a man who's in an unknown well. Yeah, we had two days of the taste of friendship and freedom, and then we got fired. Now I'm in Miami. You fucking piece of shit. Drink your fucking alcohol. Also, drunk. Who doesn't know that when you piss on a rail, it derails? How did you not know that, you dumb piece of shit? (laughs) You're the ugliest, dumb, fucking cut bucket, pussy grabbing, chucking, tucking, motherfucking doctor I ever ever had to talk to. I miss, I miss everything I had before you. Wow, yeah. I apologize sincerely. Sprinkles, I had no idea that I was going to have this effect on you. I I, I, I I, apologize. Cinnamon, Sprinkles, seriously, from the bottom of my heart. Listen, I, I, I got to step in here. Uh, Terry? Hi. Ter- I'm still on the line, and I just heard a lot. These two are in pain, and we're hearing a lot of sorries from you. And yeah. I, you know, sometimes it's got to go a little bit more than sorry. Is it Sprinkles, is it, sir? Is it Sprinkles? Is that your name? I believe. Yeah. I am so sorry from a person that actually cares that this happened uh, to you. you, you sprinkles, cinnamon. Listen to this. Yeah, Actual this help. Guy, this guy's loving and caring uh, and hopeful and joyful. His, his brightness exudes to the, to the darkest shadows of my soul and gives uh, me hope beyond 
the sadness that I have lived through. But you, Doctor, fix me. You're a screw-driving, tar-bucket, fucking tasty piece of bacon covered in scorched, scorched reindeer droppings, and I hope you die under a, a brick of of spikes. You Listen, we we all hope that he'll die eventually. <laughs> you know what? And, and I want to okay, add just, on to the brick of spikes. It's not worth ruining our lives about. C- cinnamon, is it? I mean, you sound like Terry, an amazing we were friends. friend. You, you want Shut me to the die? fuck up, fix me! I'm being addressed by a professional! Yeah, thank, he knows thank you, what cinnamon. he's talking You're about. welcome. I've, it, I've talked to him it's constantly. for 10 yeah. seconds. He changed my life for the better. We spent an hour and a half on yeah. the phone with you, you goddamn fucking piece of shit. I hope you're absolutely sexually ravaged by a pile of cactus monsters. I hope it hurts. I hope it's horrible. And then I hope you eat shit and die. That's the exact thought I had too, Cinnamon. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. I, mean, I, f- I feel you two have been wronged and you're in the right place. Except for, of course, you, Sprinkles. It sounds like you are in a hard place right He's now. He's in a well. In a well. Yeah, I'm in a well. Ugh, I wish I can help you so much, but it, it seems like Dr. Fix Me has just made it unfixable. Yeah, he made it unfixable. But you know what? I'll be honest. Your voice is, is soothing to my earlobes. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you, Sprinkles. That's sweet. I mean, you two have great voices as well. I love it. Your passion. I mean, it's it's all we can have in the world is our passion. Like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate I, I messed it. up. Shut the fuck up! You can oh, shut the shut fuck up! Shut I'm gonna, the fuck I'm gonna, up! I'm gonna take a vacuum cleaner shut your and fucking I'm gonna it over your scrotum! Yeah! Piece of goddamn kumquat squat! Yeah, I hope somebody gets a fucking eight-cylinder engine and it fixes a dildo to a piston and lets it ramrod your face until you fucking bleed out, you fucking piece of shit! I hope someone puts you in maybe a trunk with little air. <laughs> yeah! Maybe. Terry! I'm you, sorry. You, I'm so, These two, I, I'm looking for friends, and these two seem fun. I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you codependent, oh. too? I mean, everyone's a little dependent on each other, but I do I recently got hurt by someone I thought was a friend. Oh, who was well, that? Was it that fucking piece of it, shit up there? Yeah, it was that here? piece. Oh, he's my referring God, to yes. me. Yes, he's referring to me. So, uh, guys, I'm so sorry. I, I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I apologize for leaving you in a well, for leaving you, uh, Cinnamon, in Miami. I didn't mean for that, Terry. Uh, I, I, you I, gotta I, have a heart I... to be sorry from it. Are you accusing me of being heartless? Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening, oh. finally. I thought that was a oh, parent. We thought you were a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Well, look, I, I'm, I'm not here to fix you now. I just wanted to check in and see where you are, but it seems like you're you're clearly worse off. You uh, weren't here uh, to and, fix and, us before either, were you, you fucking piece of shit? <laughs> well, yeah, of course they're just, worse you, off. You were just using our pain for a paycheck. You, you walking hypocrite of shit. Yeah! Yeah! I mean, how can you think they're having a good time? One of them's in the worst place there is, Miami, Florida. Yeah, it's awful! Oh, I thought you were talking about the well. The well is okay. I mean, it's not ideal. That's what I tell you. I don't want to be in Miami. I'm better here than I am in Miami. Well, do you like Miami, Dr. Fix Me? Because that's another reason not to like you. What? <laughs> it just sounds like Miami would be better than a well. I mean, uh, well, I guess I'll ask Cinnamon. Cinnamon, you're in Miami right now. How would you compare that to, let's say, being at the bottom of a well? 
There's two Will Smith movies I'll use for scale. One is Bad Boys that's set in Miami and is obviously fictitious, and the other is Wild Wild West set in a fictional Wild West environment but would be the experience I'm having right now, which is ultimate shit because of you, you fucking piece of shit. I fucking hate you and I fucking hate Miami. Oh my I hope you get I'm pressed so... into a Cuban sandwich and thrown in the ocean and then a whale eats you and shits you out. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there's there's no uh, end here. They're, all they're going to do is insult me and hurl insults and, and, and try to hurt me. Oh, and it's I, about who's, you who's now, they? is it? Who's they? Oh, Who are you yeah. talking to? How many, how many times you bring people on your show? You're like, I'm going to fix you. I got a degree in things. <laughs> and then you know what you do? You you turn their lives into spectacles so that people can laugh and ho ha e. You know? And then what happens to their lives once you disappear? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to answer. This is a segment called Where Are They Now? I was just trying to check in and see where you are now, but it's clearly that I've had a negative impact on your life, and, I, and I'm gravely sorry. I'm terribly sorry that this happened to you. I didn't mean for, for St. Nick to kick you out and for your lives to be uh, uh, tossed upside down and, and you're, you're in your own personal hells. I, and I'm deeply sorry about that. All right, first of all, if you want to make it up to us... Yes. You got to change your name. Yeah. What? Change your name. I, why would changing my name have any effect Mr. on you? Mr. Fucking piece of fucking shit bag. Fucking understand them, Elias. Is we're trying to make them feel better. <sighs> you know what? Your name represents pain. Your name to cut fucking fucking piece of shit. Come sucking, lick dance, <laughs> brick tickling fucking cunts. Felching Sounds piece Welsh. of fucking shit. You piece of shit. <laughs> I, I have to contain myself. Uh, please, cinnamon sprinkles. You know what? I, I feel like the, the, this is. What, what more can I do? Should I just leave you alone? I feel like I should just leave you alone to, so that uh, I feel like the less interference I have in your life, the more success you're, you're, you're bound back. to have. You can write a letter can't, to Santa. You can write a letter to Santa. I can write a Yeah, you write, write a, letter a letter to, to Santa, Santa like you're four fucking years old, you fucking piece yeah. of shit. You make you send it with with at the bottom with a with you with a kiss like lipstick kiss. You a make, lipstick kiss from a four year old? Yeah, Don't you think you that would do be a little? That. He loves that shit. <laughs> yeah, Santa's hot and horny for affection. Spray it down with some I, cologne. You didn't I, know that about Santa? He asked him to sit that. on his lap. Oh boy, and that's you know what that, he does. Santa's that actively about it, it horny. <laughs> he gives kids he doesn't know presents. You're you're revealing a side of Santa. Santa I've has never a fleet of vans. <laughs> Who else wears a velour velour suit? Red velour suit with it gives white people candy and puppies. Wow, that makes so much sense. I didn't realize how uh, how I guess it's a massive grooming are... operation. Oh boy, he's got right, rosy well... treats because he's drunk. Right, okay, uh, you know what? Here, uh, uh, this is what I can do, Cinnamon Sprinkles. I can write a letter to Santa Claus. I will apologize for, for the episode. I will apologize for uh, having uh, uh, outed uh, the, the strip joint. I believe it was called the North Pole, uh, at the North Pole. And I North do apologize. Uh, 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 say again? It's, it's, it's not very far from Sprinkly Dinkly Land. Right. That's right. Not very far from Sprinkly Just Dinkly Land. Just down the road. I, yeah. Yes. 
I, I will uh, I will send my sincerest apologies. I will own up to my mistakes to Santa, and I will ask him uh, on your behalf to forgive you, Cinnamon and Sprinkles, for, for what has happened. I will ask him to unfire you, to retrieve you from the bottom of the well. I'll ask him to get you out of a, clearly a worse situation, Cinnamon, in Miami, Florida, and th- that you both can have your jobs reinstated and that th- things can go back to the way they were before this episode took place. I'm so sorry, Cinnamon Sprinkles, but, I, but that's, that's a promise I can make. I will write the letter. I will begrudgingly kiss the bottom of the letter with lipstick and I will spray cologne on it. I'm not sure what cologne You'll know if it was a begrudging kiss. Yeah, make sure it's genuine. You have to mean it. Mean it. I'll I'll mean it. I promise that I will. On a paper? I'm going to French kiss a a, a letter? Did you mean that you wanted to help or you're going to sit there and be a piece of shit? Sounds like a lot of excuses, Elias. And you're going to Take my tongue and put it all over a piece of paper because that's too much effort while you're sitting there in a well. What happened to customer service fixing? I promise I will do it. I will I will kiss the bottom of the letter after I apologize profusely and, and take ownership over the, your uh, demise and, and, and accept the blame. I will uh, seek forgiveness. And I will ask him to forgive you. I will kiss the bottom of the letter. I will tongue the bottom of the letter. I give it a big fat French kiss and I will then uh, spray it with cologne and I will mail it to Santa Claus at the North Pole. I will do that as soon as this episode is over. Hand deliver okay, it. Well- H- hand and delivered? You got it to go all the no, way. I can't, I can't, no, that's, we have a, we have a postal you service. Gotta, you gotta, yeah. You gotta kneel and you gotta lift it up over your head and say, I come, I come with quibbling, tibbling knees and, and wish that I may speak to Santa Claus and may he know that my tears are true and I will always love him. And, and that's what you gotta do. And then you gotta I hang like mistletoe over yourself and walk yeah, inside. You gotta do it. You gotta. I'm not. Yeah. I feel like you're asking too much of me. I feel like this is a bit unbelievable. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. You fucking piece of shit. You, you selfish motherfucker. You're like a I, giant cum sickle. <laughs> you, we still have friends that are live walking gingerbread men. They're gonna come for you. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah you know it. I gotta let you go. I'm so sorry, Cinnamon and Sprinkles. I will mail the letter, as I've said. I will uh, adorn it with lipstick, a tongue, and some cologne. But I'm not gonna mail it myself. But 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 that's that's all I can offer. Okay. I'm sorry, Cinnamon and Sprinkles, for your demise. But I, I do wish you the best, and I will see if I can get you reinstated. And maybe I'll check on you uh, in the future to see if you're in a better place. That sounds great. Die in a fire. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're eaten by. The- I hope you're eaten by little little dogs. Little yeah. Little dogs. You, Thank you. They start at your toes and they work all the way up to your head. I hope it okay. happens. I hope while you sleep that all of your your possessions come to life and then like murder and eat you. You fucking piece oh. of shit. <laughs> I hope oh, every boy. nightmare you ever had works its way Sit- into your brain and slowly eats you away <laughs> until you're nothing left but fear and disappointment. May you forever okay, devolve into it. insanity and a Lovecraftian nightmare while you're sucked into the interdimensional space in the void of nothingness, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Cinnamon and Sprinkles, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Cinnamon and Sprinkles. Uh, oh, I, 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 oh my goodness, that was a lot. Terry, uh, you, yeah, you I'm still here. This. You've been forgetting of me for again. No, no, I didn't forget you. No, no, you're you're still the sponsor of this episode. Uh, you know, I, 
I, I know that you're you're in the market for looking for new friends, and I want you to know that I still want to be your friend. But uh, I, you know, I think something that, that might help us is if I bring on a, another uh, a guest, someone who's been on this show before, someone uh, my producers finally are coming out. Thank you for showing yourselves. All they, those drunks they, got out. Well, they 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 just reached their hand around the booth and they handed me a paper here with that Cowards. says who my, who my next guest is. They they were telling me that we're finally bringing on a past this uh, this is someone who served as an expert uh, on uh, one of my past episodes. Someone who who gave advice and helped uh, I believe a couple uh, uh, make a, a compromise. So uh, I want to check in with our expert, see how uh, they are doing now. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, uh, I, I believe it was Doctor Marty Pillbug. Uh, welcome, Doctor Marty Pillbug, to Doctor fix me oh a real doctor thanks for calling in on the dr podbug show i'm dr marty podbug uh, speaking with you what can i do for you uh hi uh, this is dr fix me am i calling in on on your show yes that's what this number's for oh no well my, You're on my dr produ- podbug how can i fix you well, so well, it's funny that you're that you, that's an interesting catchphrase. Uh, but D- Dr. Marty, I don't know if you recognize me. This is Doctor Doctor Fix Me. Uh, you're actually on my show. I'm I'm calling you because you're on my show. I was uh, I'm in you a segment right now. still do a show. Yes, yeah, I've been. We're actually celebrating the anniversary of wow. Doctor Fix Me, wow. and I, what I'm doing is I'm wow. uh, doing a segment where called Where Are They Now, where I check in with uh, with former guests, and wow. you were served as an expert on a show. I fixed oh. I fixed the people for you because you're completely asinine you're terrible at what you well, do. you you were incredibly effective i will grant you that you were amazing and that's and so uh, hang on one to... second fix me it's time for a word from our sponsor telemixtrin telemixtrin the thing that makes me millions of dollars ask your doctor about telemixtrin if you have any problem just ask your doctor telemixtrin and we're oh, back wow. on the dr Podbug show um, well, with Dr. You. Elias Fix Me, a person whose complete ineptitude almost led to the uh, breakup of a couple until I intervened. Dr. Uh, Fix Me, how do you explain your uh, complete lack of ethics and morals? Well, uh, granted, I'm I'm not a, uh, a a medical doctor, but I I do have uh, I'm I tell uh, my guests I'm more of a doctor of matters You're of the heart. You're not a doctor. You're not a. Well, I do have doctor. a doctorate. I do I have one. It's a doctorate in in radio and television broadcasting with a specialization mm. in tabloid talk shows, and and that that's because I, I want to help people in the same way that that Jerry Springer and Oprah helped their guests. Uh, so that's that's why I have this education, and 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 I I'm well uh I'm. I'm smart enough to know that I don't have all the answers, and that's why I brought you in on uh, Dr. Marty Pillbug. Should I call you Marty? Do I call you Pillbug, or, or is it New Podbug? I feel like that's your your marketing now. Are you Podbug are you... is the name of the show? Fix, see, this is this is why nobody takes you seriously. You can't understand anything. Um, see, Doctor Fix Me. I've brought on a couple of guests uh, that have wanted to talk to you. Uh, Teddy, is it Teddy? You you brought. Um, wait, you have a guest Dr. for me Podbug to talk to? Show? Yeah, is that Teddy? Down wait, there? wait, you mean Teddy Tibbets? Is yeah, Teddy Tibbetts still here? You, I, I talked to Teddy Tibbetts, and and, and I organized and, this whole show. I'm sorry, what is this? I feel like this is like an intervention uh, against me, with me, for me. I, I feel like not everything's about you, Elias. Thank well, you. well, this, well, this show is. It's Dr. my show. Bobug, I just want to say I'm a huge fan. You're my favorite doctor-based podcast show. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Of all the of all the podcasts hosted by doctors, fake or real, you are my favorite. Everyone else is trash. I just want to tell you that wow. up front. So, wow, Terry, you're you you're so you've listened to Doctor Marty Pillbug's podcast every day, sometimes podcast. twice a day. Same show, just on repeat. Wow. We release now, at a pretty healthy clip. Fix me, Doctor Marty. Did you? Uh, how should I address you? Should I call you Doctor Pillbug or is it Doctor Podbug? Supreme being. So I'm not going to call you better Supreme doctor being. than me. 
That's no, I'm not gonna me. do. That's why. Why would I need to say that? If you're so because confident you need in your to abilities, acknowledge it. Say it. No, mm-hmm. no, I'm not. I, don't, I feel important. like that's petty. That's petty. Did you say that you had someone, a guest, that you wanted to, to uh, like, to, well, uh, all uh, of to your, approach all me? All of your guests that have been on the show today. Yeah, it's just time to tell him. Um, we're here to fix you, fix me, fix me. Mm-hmm. What, what what about me needs to be fixed? I mean, we we I, I've got my sponsor here who is well aware of my 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 history of of, of abusing alcohol and, and and drinking to to excess, but I've got that under control. I've just I've had I'm having one beer uh, during this episode. It's I'll, not I'll about admit that. that. It's not. It's about, it's your, about your need to fix. You can't just let people be fix me. You know what? I will grant you that. I do. I do. It is my goal to fix oh, you'll people. You'll grant it to him, like he. You're well, allowing I, I, him. Well, I, I, no, I, didn't I need accept the it. Gift fix me. I, no, it's not. I'm. I'm saying I acknowledge it. You're right. Do, I'm doctor. Fix me. That I'm not doctor. Leave it be. Do you think you have that kind of power? Fix me. No. You can acknowledge something. I'm just here to help. Elias, All I'm trying yelling. to do is help Elias, this world. Out. Yelling. I, am I yelling? yelling? Is this yelling? yelling? I don't think this is yelling. All I'm trying to do is help this world out, one person, one issue at a time. Oh, so you're God now. Mm-hmm. A god? No, I'm trying to help. Oh, so you oh, just think my... you're more like a saint or a demigod or what? What do you think like you are? A Thor character? No, I th- no, I don't think of myself as any. I'm not. I'm not any better than anyone else. But I've, I've, I've got experience with helping people. I've, I have helped people Name before. Them. Yeah, who have you helped? Named, who have you helped? Name them. I can't. It's numerous. Oh, you numerous. can't. We didn't sell yeah. one bottle of telemixtrin on your show. I, well, that's well that that you weren't the sponsor on that show. Have you asked your doctor asked. about telemixtrin yet? Victor? No, I have not, because I don't even know what telemixtrin is. What is? Then telemixtrin? you need ask. to ask your doctor. How do you no. think I keep fucking telling you to? You're do a this? doctor. I've got you here. Can you tell me what telemixtrin does? I'm not does? your doctor. Oh boy. Uh, okay. I'll tell you know. I'll tell you someone who I did help. I did help. Uh, I helped someone named Doug Fap again. There, they they had an issue where they were they were uh, backed up. They hadn't masturbated in for, forever, and they took out their their frustration by beating, pummeling people. They would act. Uh, this the, the Doug he would he would pummel people. So you uh, helped a boy masturbate. Yeah, That's your your, you your one banner that you have on the wall <laughs> is you helped a boy who hadn't masturbated in months. I'm pretty sure he was a man. Again. I'm pretty sure he was an Do you know adult. Who Santa Claus is. Sounds like you'd be friends. Oh boy, no, I know who Santa Claus is. I understand I, Santa Claus is very horny. I had a elf on our show the other day who was in a well. Oh, uh, sp- sprinkles? Sprinkles? You sprinkles I, a Christmas I want to tell you, I solved your problem. Are you still here? Do we? Do we? I don't think. I don't know if we. I well, I dismiss sp- cinnamon and sprinkles. I don't think that they ha- still I have. I did. That was your show. show. Sprinkles. No. Oh, they're on your show. Are oh, you here? Hey, I forget we're on. If you uh, if you look at your feet, I think you're gonna see there's a rope ladder. You're just gonna throw that up at the top of the well and get out. Oh shit! There's a rope ladder down here. It's another one I fixed, bastard. Oh, How's wow. that taste? Wow! Wow! Listen to how happy he is. He's not calling me a fucking piece of shit. Sprinkles, sprinkles, please calm down. When when did that rope up? When did that? Don't tell people how to feel their emotions, Elias. <laughs> Sprinkles. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Let the emotion out. It's, it's like I'm crying and orgasming at the same time. It's called craigasming. Oh, God. <laughs> also known as a Lucille Ball. That's oh, you're true. <laughs> uh, Sprinkles, are you making your way out of the, the well right now? I, 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 I'm it, still. Shit! Why don't you, you just shut the fuck up before I come over there shit. with this fucking loud 
piece of shit. Ah, thank you so much. You're the best. I'm like, oh my god, you're great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy. This is the one year anniversary of the Dr. Pillbug show. Oh, congratulations. It's fun to have an anniversary. It's really You're doing an anniversary episode as well? Oh, yes. We've been uh, doing anniversary month. We've had several guests. Did you not see the marketing? It ran during the Super Bowl. I, well, uh, the Super Bowl. Wow. I didn't realize your podcast was so uh, successful that you yes, were able to get- Yes, other people exist, Elias. I cannot okay. believe you're so closed out to the rest of the goddamn world. What can I say? Uh, what can I say? Uh, you can I, say I, I'm I, a fucking piece of shit. You could, you you could say it. Is that is that what you want? Is that you you want me to say that? Fine, fine. I'm I'm a fucking piece of shit. I'm not as good as Doctor. I don't believe you. What what do you what do you want from me? Okay, look, I'm I'm I'm, all I can tell you, all I can confess to, admit to, is I'm trying. All right, look, I'm a fucking piece of shit. I'm not as good. I didn't save sprinkles or or cinnamon. I made it. I made shit worse for them. I I, I'm not as good as Doctor Marty Pillbug. Okay, I fucked up. I'm a fucking piece of shit. You there happy? Doesn't that so, feel better? Are you feeling no, good? it feels horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't feel any better. Now you know what it feels like uh, to be stuck in a well. But that, that doesn't mean that. That doesn't. No, I, I Congratulations, can, you can. You've been pill bugged. Oh boy. Oh, okay. Oh, I was here for a pill bugging. <laughs> All right. Well, with that we we gotta wrap this episode up. Thank you. Uh, it's Dr. not Marty. your show. This is my show. We're Thank on you for my tuning show. Into I'm the Doctor Podbug Cast, uh, brought to you by Telemixtrin. Ask your doctor about Telemixtrin and purple mattresses. Um, use code Pillbug Not Fix Me at checkout and get twenty five percent off. Uh, is the promo code order. Pillbug Not Are Fix you, Me? Is this your? Do you really? Are you doing this? You're back in the narcissism. This is not part of the ad read. Good fucking lord. Piece. You know, shit. I'm telling the court that you need to have another year of therapy oh no no please please don't do that i i don't think i can handle another year of this mandated uh uh, uh these sessions oh now you can't handle me well no i said okay you know oh man i like what You're did pushing i pushing people I away fix me all right fi- fine you know what I'm a, I'm a piece of shit i need more uh court ordered mandated uh sessions with with terry my sponsor go ahead terry make make it happen uh dr marty pillbug I, I i do appreciate you being on the show i just wanted to check in with where you are but it seems like you're you're doing way better than this show you've you've got ads on the super bowl you're celebrating an anniversary episode on the same day that i'm celebrating my anniversary episode i just i but I, I, I your your league's ahead of me you're better than me you're smarter than me you're more effective than me is is that is that what you want to hear from me dr marty reach under your chair dr my chair yeah reach under your chair let me just let me just reach down below and see what you got there you got a nice big bottle of scotch congratulations on your one year dr fix me Oh, that's you, so sweet. How's that validation us. feel? It feels great, but I mean, uh, does it feel good? I mean, if it think you gave me this bottle of scotch, this is a single malt. Yes, and I've charged you on Venmo for it. Oh, oh, well, hold on a second. That's that's two hundred and fifteen dollars for that's a right. for a twelve ounce. Oh right. my! How did you make me charge myself? Now pour Happy it out. Happy anniversary. Pour it out, Terry. This is a gift. It's important to start the process. No, getting pour rid it of all the way out. You know pour this. it out on the ground. Pour it out and pay I me can't. my money like the piece of shit you are. Oh, son of a bitch! I don't see pouring. I, 
I'm not pouring it. I, you know, because this is a trophy. You know, I, I will, I will keep this. I will put this on the on a on a shelf, and I will, I will, um, because I, I, I don't have. I'm celebrating my my anniversary episode, but I don't have much to show for it. But I do have the the this little uh, amazing pristine bottle of, of single malt scotch, and so that's no. that, I'm gonna put this on the mantle here. Okay, quickly, I'm it on quickly the peel the label back from that bottle of scotch. The peel label. It back. Why, why yeah. would I want to tarnish the? Peel it this? back. All right, I'm peeling it back. I. There's another label underneath this. There is. What is this? Peel it. It's telemixtrin. Telemixtrin? Ask your doctor about telemixtrin. That's how you do an ad read, fix me. Oh, shit. I just got pill bugged. Woo, two pill bugs. This has been Dr. Fix Me. Today's anniversary episode is performed by Joe Gianni, Wes Davis, and Sean Mayer. Dr. Fix Me theme song written and performed by Allison Miller. Enjoy the show? Let us know at drfixmeshow at gmail.com. Visit YouTube for the Dr. Fix Me live episodes. Follow Dr. Fix Me on Instagram at Dr. Fix Me and on Facebook at Dr. Fix Me Show. While you're at it, you might as well rate and review Dr. Fix Me on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio entertainment. Editing, production, direction, and Dr. Fix Me performed by yours truly, Michael Kim Lewis. Thank you for listening. It's, it's like I'm crying and orgasming at the same time. It's called craggasming. <laughs> also known as a Lucille Ball. That's oh, you're true. Crazy. I love it.